another episode of Product Thinking. I am Kyle Evans. This week, we're talking about how to be wrong and overconfident. You can do it, even if it takes some work. So I cut my teeth in the finance world for many years. Interestingly, and unsurprisingly, most investors, especially professional investors, believe that they are above average when it comes to investing. Just like 75% of drivers consider themselves above average in driving skills, both of which are mathematically impossible since most people, especially 75%, can't be above average if you think about it. But being wrong and being overconfident about it shouldn't stop us, right? Because that's what we are here for, just like the title said, because we're here to be wrong and overconfident. So how can we be wrong and overconfident? How can we hone those fine skills of choosing incorrectly while maintaining our misplaced confidence, our high regard for ourselves, and our wrongness? While many of us have probably been humbled plenty in our professional lives, uh, I know I have, we can still take certain steps to bolster our overconfidence and ensure that no matter how wrong we are, we can still be more wrong and even more confident about it. So here we go. What are those steps? What are those ways that we can be more wrong and more overconfident about it? We're going to go through some of those here. And I'm only going to touch on a few of them. If you want all of them, you're going to need to go over to productthinking.cc and subscribe to the newsletter. This is just a preview of my paid newsletter and my paid version of it. I do the free version and that comes out pretty much weekly. And then, you know, I have the paid version which I do some previews, and this is one of those previews. So, if you want the full experience, you're going to have to go check that out. But anyway, without further ado, How can we be more wrong? So first off, rely only on your feelings. So data has its place, but how trustworthy is data really? What you can trust is your gut. This is especially true in areas where you don't have years of accumulated, tested experience. That kind of experience muddies the water. It brings too much baggage and it takes way too much time. Malcolm Gladwell, in the book Outliers, discussed the idea that it takes 10 years or 10,000 hours of practice to reach mastery of skills. And those are skills in what we call kind learning environments. As David Epstein wrote in his book Range, learning in wicked environments where the rules are unclear is even more problematic. Quoting from that book, in those domains, which involved human behavior and where patterns did not clearly repeat, repetition did not cause learning, chess, golf, firefighting are exceptions, not the rule. Needless to say, you certainly can't be expected to spend a decade or more learning and becoming a true expert. What you need to do is look within yourself, feel what is best, push aside those doubts and data to the contrary, and move forward with the confidence of a pilot about to blow up a planet with nothing but magic, because that's what you've got. You've got the magic. So there you go. Rely only on your feelings to bolster that overconfidence and wrongness. 
Trust your feelings. Next up, another key to being overconfident and wrong is surround yourself with yes people. A problem I've seen with small, young companies is the lack of hierarchy. Problems are too easily grappled with among the teams. Information is easily disseminated and everyone understands what is happening, why it's happening, how to solve meaningful problems. There just simply isn't enough hierarchy. In several organizations I've worked with, I've met regularly with C-suite, including CEOs, CTOs, CPOs, CIOs. We've discussed what's working and what's not. This is incredibly problematic because the executives are hearing unfiltered feedback about the good and the bad. If you want to remain overconfident and wrong, especially as a leader, you can't be getting unfiltered feedback. You need to ensure that any feedback you get is carefully and meticulously filtered until it becomes unrecognizable and is only what you want to hear. This comes through hierarchy and also you need to surround yourself with yes people. Yes people will ensure you only hear good things and will soften any terrible news. Bad news can come in many forms. It may be employee or team dissatisfaction. It may be poor company or product performance. It may be bad customer feedback. But the more distance you can put between yourself and this information, the better. You need to let multiple layers of people in your organization filter it first and then bring it to you in the most watered down, benign terms possible. So it won't upset you or make them look bad. Yes, people will also agree with everything you say. That's where the term yes person comes from. When you ask if your idea is good, they will tell you yes. If you ask if they agree with your strategy or plan or whatever, they will tell you yes. Certainly, no one has run into trouble by surrounding themselves with an entourage of yes people. President Eisenhower and then President Kennedy both had their teams of yes people, and they were successful presidents of the United States of America. You can't do better than that. And I wrote about that specifically in another newsletter and talked about it in another podcast called Groupthink, Understanding It and Avoiding It, where we talk about some classic American hijinks like the Bay of Pigs invasion. So I link that in the newsletter, which of course you can check out at productthinking.cc. So definitely go check out more about that, where you can learn about the problems that don't ever come with having an entourage of yes people. And of course, where you can find out much more about how to be wrong and be overconfident, because there are definitely more ways that you can do it and that you should do it. Because being overconfident, being confident is good being overconfident is better. It takes a little bit of work. It may take a lot of work, but it's so important. So again, go check out the rest of the newsletter. This was just a bit of a preview. If you like it, you can subscribe to the full paid version at productthinking.cc or 
of course, if you just want the preview and the free version that comes out uh, pretty much weekly, you can check that out as well at productthinking.cc and follow the podcasts wherever you get your podcasts and follow on social media at Product Thinking. That's just one T in the middle. And follow me at Kyle Larry Evans. And we will talk again next time. 